You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome once again to Inside Out. I'm so glad you've joined me for this episode of this podcast of learning how to live from the inside out rather than from the outside in. And uh, last last episode and this episode and for a few more, I want to talk to you about fear. And so let's just dive right in and uh, realize that fear works its way from the outside in, and then it wants to have power, not just entrance, and then work its way from the inside out, impacting your decisions, your perspective, your outlook, your your actions, uh, how you relate to others, and how you relate to situations of life. So super important that we deal with fear. God's Word has much to say about it. And realize this, you do not have to live in fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear. And God will help us. He will help us to overcome fear in such a a day where uh, there's just constant uncertainty and uh, just an extreme rise and increase in fear and anxiety in our culture and in, in individual lives. Um, so my approach is certainly scriptural and biblical because I honestly believe that at the core of dealing with fear, it's a theological issue. And I know it becomes, you know, emotional and there's, um, you know, psychology involved in it and so many other aspects of this, but it is, it is at its core, a theological issue. Last episode, I talked about how how it started, how it entered, and then how it began to gain power in our lives. You may want to go back and listen to that. It's just like a 10-minute episode. But let me remind you again, you do not have to live in fear. Now, think about something with me for a moment. In our consumer culture, we have seemingly just unlimited options for, for just about everything. I mean, you've got different colors and flavors and smells and sizes and, and uh, models and, and uh, everything. And then con- things are constantly updated and changed, and um, we just have unlimited options. Um, it's confusing uh, and spoiling. So we've got to make sure that we don't roll that over in how we deal with fear and anxiety, because the danger then is to try everything out, everything else out, and leave God out, um, we're going to try so many other things as we're dealing with our fear and our anxiety. Be careful that you don't leave God out, because leaving God out is how fear gained its entrance and power in the, in the first place. So fear and anxiety occur when you or I live our life and assess our circumstances and we leave God out. We do that without God. So we have to be very careful that we're not leaning on all these other things. You know, I've got essential oils, and I listen to pink noise, and and I'm taking magnesium supplements, and you know, and and I'm drinking chamomile tea, 
Well, I hope all those help. I, I truly do. But if you leave God out, you know, not much is going to change, honestly. And so we've got to face all of this, not alone, but with God. Do not leave God out as we fight fear. And again, you do not have to live in fear if you've got God in your life and on your side and the right perspective concerning this. So I want to talk a little bit, perhaps we could call this the antidote to fear. You know, the word antidote, we we understand as something taken or done to counteract something that harmful, maybe something you've ingested or something that bit you. And the sooner that that antidote can be started, um, the sooner the danger and the damage can be limited and, and even stopped, you know. And so we we know of so many, uh, you know, anti-serum, anti-venom, anti-toxin, uh, you know, for snake bites, scorpions, spiders, uh, household products. Um, you know, we have an opioid epidemic in our culture, so sad. And um, there's Narcan that is applied uh, to people that have overdosed, and in many cases, thankfully. You know, it can bring them back, so it serves as an as an antidote. Did you know this, that the puffer fish, it's a saltwater fish, there is no known antidote for a puffer fish poison. Uh, if you touch it, it's going to damage your hands and nerves and potentially you could die just from touching it. And But if you eat it, because a lot of fishermen in a lot of different places are just going to eat what they catch, uh, you could die within four to six hours because of the poison in there. It attacks your central nervous system, and really within 20 minutes, you start to feel numbness and tingling and, and vomiting and respiratory paralysis, and it leads, it leads to death. It, it's, it's incredibly scary. Well, fear also has symptoms. We know when fear, the toxin, the venom of fear is in our system, so to speak. You start to feel those tense feelings and inner nervousness and unrest and uneasiness, dry mouth, um, rapid heart rate, increased blood pressure. Um, Let me go a little bit further. Social paralysis, decision paralysis, loss of focus, irritability. You feel hopeless, um, on and on. Fear and anxiety, you can tell when it's in your system. And honestly, in a whole lot of ways, it's as dangerous and damaging as any of the other uh, you know, things I listed before, like scorpions and snakes and so forth. Uh, the, here's the good news. The good news is there is an antidote. And as with all these other uh, poisons and serum, uh, uh, venoms, uh, it's best to avoid the source of it to start with. But if, if it happens to you, if something happens to you, we've got to respond properly and quickly. Now, let me throw this in real quick, too. It's it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens to you that really makes the difference. I'll say that again. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens to you that makes the difference. Because life is crisis and process. So crisis comes. Problems come. Uh, things happen. It's how you process. You know, pastoring for many decades now, you know, I've watched... The, individuals go through the same thing but process a little differently and the outcome is vastly different. So it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens to you, it's how you process it that makes all the difference. So life is, think about this, it's what we can control and it's how we respond to what we cannot control. And that part, how you respond to what you cannot control, 
really determines your levels of anxiety uh, or peace. So the things you can control, the things you can do something about, do something about it. You'll find relief uh, you know, uh, accompanying that. But how do you respond to the things you cannot control? That's an important thing, and that determines your levels of anxiety and peace. So what do you do with what you cannot control? Let me ask it again. What, what do you do with the things you cannot control? Here's your answer. Give it over to God. It's something at work. It's something in our culture. It's politics. It's e- economics. It's, it's whatever it would be. Um, if you, I can't control this. There's nothing I can do about this. We can fret and get all anxious, or we can do this. We can give it over to God. Do you know what that's called? It's called trust. Trust. So the antidote for fear and anxiety is put your trust in God. Give it over to God. And when you trust God, you may not know what he's going to do to fix it, how he's going to fix it, when he's going to fix it. You just trust him. You just know. I say this all the time. Watch what God will do. God's got this. God's got me. Watch what God will do. That is the antidote, and that is the preventative for fear gaining entrance and gaining power in your life. In Psalm 56, verse 3 and 4, David said, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. You see that? See, that's the antidote. When I am afraid, so like he's been bit, so to speak, I put my trust in God. That's the antidote. Verse 4, he says, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. So there's the preventative. I'm trusting God and I'm not afraid. Isaiah 12, verse 2 says, I will trust and not be afraid. So it's a preventative. It's also the antidote. So quickly, how do you apply and use this antidote? I'll just give you these four things. I'm not even going to hardly explain these. First thing you need to do is say it. Say it. The antidote for fear is trust, trust in God, and you need to say it. You need to say it to yourself, say it to God, say it to the devil, say it to your circumstances. Tell your family, tell your friends, what are you going to do about this? I'm trusting God. I put my trust in God. Psalm 91 says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I trust. The second thing is you've got to see it, and that's just your perspective, how you see it, how you focus on this. And the right focus is super important. You've got to realize I'm more thankful. I have more to be thankful for than I have to be worried about. I am more blessed than I am bothered. Make sure you keep that kind of focus. See it that way, the perspective that I'm going to keep my mind on the Lord. He, he's got me. I'm more blessed than I am bothered. Thirdly, so we've got say it, see it, show it. I just think it shows up in your life. Uh, you know, faith without works is dead, and dead dead faith doesn't work. So there's a corresponding action. If I'm trusting God, I believe it's going to show up somewhere in my life. And then lastly, say it, see it, show it, sing it. Psalm 28 verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Listen, worship and worship music, you need to listen to it. You need to sing it, because fear and anxiety and depression makes you focus on you, but praise and worship focuses you on Jesus. Now, I love a lot of music. I'm, I'm a musician. I love 
jazz and I love classical and I love oldies. But you know what? Sometimes I I have got to have some music and some lyrics and some anointed songs that can soak down into my soul and bring peace and drive out fear and anxiety. And be careful what you're listening to. You shouldn't be listening to stuff that the devil would want to sing along with. You need to you need to exalt Jesus, his power, his strength, his goodness, who he is. Sing it. Surround yourself with music. That is part of the antidote of trusting in God. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Get him in the room. Get him in your heart. Get him in your life. Get him in your ears. The antidote for fear is trust. Put your trust in God. Say it, see it, show it, sing it. Repeat this antidote as often as needed. You can't overdose, but make sure you don't miss a dose. Hey, I promise you this will help you today. Uh, If you need to, listen back over this. It's just 10, 11 minutes here today that help you to know what the antidote is. Trust in God. Give it over to God how to apply that in your life. My prayer, my entire hope is that this is helpful to you, encouraging to you today. Listen, you do not have to live in fear. Walk with God. God is walking with you. I'll see you the next time. And until then, God bless you. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.